right, this is episode 36 then. And as usual, we've got Pete Fletcher on. How are you doing today, Pete? You all right? Doing well, man. I, I'm I'm fully educated now. Uh, after last week's uh, remix oh, yeah, episode, <laughs> yeah. I got a lot yeah. of DMs telling me all about the... Uh, I learned some new remixes. I, I found out where things go. I mean, it's been a very educational week. Oh, you did. So did I, man. Honestly, <laughs> like you say, the, I think I texted you after two days afterwards and said, go on then, tell me how many things you've been sent because I've been sent tons <laughs> as well. But yeah, as a result of that anyway, uh, I thought it'd be interesting to have um, someone very knowledgeable about all these things who probably be, uh, would have been able to answer all the questions we had last week if he was on, <laughs> uh, which is Matty Watson, who's uh, also known as the music collector on uh, Instagram. Is that is it just Instagram or is it elsewhere? Uh, there is there is a Twitter account and a oh, Facebook, right. but I don't think anybody bothers with that. They just bother no. with the uh, Instagram. <laughs> well, yeah, thank thank you very much for coming on. First and foremost, mate. No, thanks for having me. Pleasure, absolute pleasure. So yeah, one of the one firstly, what I thought was quite interesting last week when I was sat there saying, well, you know, why did no one ever ask us to do a remix or all like that? And all the fun and games we had talking about that. Anyway, not very long afterwards, I got a message from a really nice chap called Duncan Tucker, actually, who uh, very kindly said, oh, well, uh, you did do a remix of Express 2, Kill 100. And literally, as soon as he said it, I'm like, oh, man, I can fucking, I can remember doing it now. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's mental, some of that stuff where you've got mental blocks. Yeah. But yeah, uh, shout out to Duncan Tucker for sending me that. I really appreciate that. And it's a long time since I've heard it. Um, but yeah, so Matty, it must have been quite excruciating for you listening to that episode and just probably, you know, face palming, just going, oh my God, these lads do not know what they're talking <laughs> I did, I like, um, I did, I did chuckle, but no, you know, it's, 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 I think like what, what I really took from it was uh, like, like Pete. So was saying like you know he he's got into the band when he did and he's still finding these new things popping up on youtube or people are sending him these links and i think that's what it's all about without trying to be too like melodramatic about it i think it's great that people stumble on these new uh mixes and it's something new and it's you know people are hungry for it mm-hmm. yeah man yeah without doubt and you know you hit the nail on the head really and um you know you're one of those people aren't you you're one of those people who um, through your own uh, love of the band and creativity have created the you know the bootleg website effectively which is a great way of bringing together all um, you know, well you know any and all recordings that are out there of varying different qualities um, you know spanning across the entire uh, the entire time period because you know it's like um, someone's always recording somewhere um, mm. especially especially if they are no do you know what I mean I wonder what proportion <laughs> I wonder what proportion of bootleg videos were uh, produced by Theano. But anyway, yeah, um, I thought, it, you know, I, you know, I remember you sort of, I, did you actually message me and ask me if you could do it or did I have to talk to you on Facebook? I can't remember which anyway, but... Well. I think I, I contacted yourself first. Like somebody, the guy, there's, there's and apologies uh, now because I am an admin on it. There's, somebody set up a Facebook group called, I think it's The Music, The People. Yeah. Is it Simon, think, Nich- yeah. Simon Nicholson? I think, yeah, that's a chap. Um, so he set it up and he it just popped up on there about people like sharing, uh, if anybody had any uh, bootlegs and sharing it on there. And I just thought, you know, it's a bit clunky doing it on Facebook and things like that. And yeah. um, I did actually have the music fan site years ago. And it was actually part of my, uni- it was actually part of my uh, university coursework many, many years ago. And I just, I just thought like, you know, with, I think it all just coupled in, you know, the excitement, you know, the band coming back, yeah. you know, with with the uh, with the show at Temple Newsom. I just thought there's got to be a better way of you know, getting these out there to people. And yeah. there's there's a couple of there's a chap again. 
completely forgotten his uh, Twitter handle, so I apologise. But there's a chap that's been doing something similar for um, another Leeds band, Forward Russia. Is it I Forward Russia? Isn't that what they I used think, to be called? I think so, yeah. I it's Whisk- Whiskers is in it. There's a chap Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, carry on, yeah. Yep. Um, and there's just been this chap, he was obviously a massive Forward Russia fan, and he's just been up like every, I think it's like every w- once a week through lockdown. Yeah. Um, he's, he'd been uploading into like Dropbox and things like that. And I just thought that's a really good idea. And then it popped up and, you know, we were in the middle of winter, lockdown, can't ref. Nobody wanted to go out for the mandated one walk a day sort of thing that the government <laughs> had let us. So I just thought, you know, I'm just going to see if I can still knock a website up and have a go and see what we can do. And yeah, yeah that's that's where it really came from. Uh, people seem to be really up for it. And obviously, like I say, before before we did anything, it you know, just drop me a message and just say, you cool with this? Yeah, yeah absolutely, man, which I really, really appreciated, obviously. But, um, you know, it's it's a... I'd never be against something like that. Do you know what I mean? I don't, I can't imagine, I can't imagine anyone sort of trying to block fans from sharing the enthusiasm for your music, uh, you know, providing it's not either a things that were, you know, really never intended for public consumption. Do you know what mm. I mean? Also or, copyright. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, or be things that, might necessarily not have been released yet. And, you know, if, because, you know, you know how it works. Um, I suppose every band will have like a, a a part of the society of fans that really look for all these little rarities and and demos and you know I, I know Rob Hurst uh, obviously <laughs> being sort of you know really close with Rob growing up um, he had quite a lot of stuff and I'm pretty sure over the years people have been like oh come on give me access to your hard drive <laughs> do you know what I mean? yeah. so yeah I'm, you know, I'm gonna have to put my hand up and say I'm all guilty there. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think a lot of people were, mate. Trust me, I still use him today. He's like, have you got have you got that? I ain't got that. I ain't heard it in years. And he's like, yeah, I'll send it to you. He went full circle with me having to give him that hard drive. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it's it's nice because you know, at the end of the day, man, it's all part of the fucking time capsule, isn't it? It's all part of the vault mm-hmm. of um, a body of work. And um, you know, I've been on the site a few times, and it looks really cool, man. It it, it looks really really cool. And it's a, a great idea. And I mean, do you, do you have any indications of sort of traffic on it? Do you know what I mean? Or do you have those sorts of st- statistical analysis or hope like that? Or I do. I can have a quick look now. Uh, where are we? I should have See, I, I did. I did. I did all my swatting up beforehand, and then I didn't. I didn't even think of doing that. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, while you're while you're pulling up those analytics, real quick for yep. those that don't know, it's it's themusicbootlegs.com. And then so people ask me, "Hey, what's the name of that site that has the music bootlegs?" And I'm like, uh, "TheMusicBootlegs.com." <laughs> well. Yeah, I so the, we, we I was thinking about a name, and I, I like apologies if I ramble on here. Um, so as I mentioned earlier, I did like a fan site back when uh, I was at university. It'd been around about two thousand and two, um, and yeah. I've, I've got to mention him. There were another chap called um, Joe. Well, they went by the username Cashman. I think he was called Joe Cashman, and we both like we we both had like our own little fan sites. Right. He he went for a really snappy uh, URL of the music info, which you know, brilliant. I didn't go with the snappy title. I went with the hyphen walls hyphen get hyphen smaller hyphen uk.com. You know, <laughs> forward slash. <laughs> really, really, really <laughs> nice short. Uh, it's wor- worse than calling your band the music, that, isn't it? Pretty much. <laughs> you. Even more than the, 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 the tr- when when you search when I used to search on eBay all those years ago and you'd get something like 150,000 
uh, results on the music. <laughs> um, I'm just looking now. Yeah, so I'm uh, just looking at like the analytics now. If it's really poor numbers, we'll just edit this part out. Don't worry, it's fine. <laughs> a million, <laughs> a million a month. Really, that's interesting. Yeah, million, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, in terms of unique visitors, it's probably around about ten between ten and fifteen a day. But that's, oh, that's pretty good, visitors, man. So yeah, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you know, like recently, there's been uh, 47 unique visitors. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it had it had obviously a really quick it's- uptake. Yeah, is there a is there a top hit? Do you know what I mean? Is there something that's getting listened to more than anything else? Just out of interest. Um, or, or, or are these numbers all really buried and hard to find? No, no, no. Uh, um, see, I did. I booked about writing stuff down earlier, and then I didn't think I'll just do the. Uh, well, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be, I'm interested to know what you've been writing down as well afterwards. That's you know, <laughs> not loads, not loads, but yeah, like um, you know, the, 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 it's all triple digits on all the downloads. Uh, cool. I have to say, the, one of the biggest ones that seems to get downloaded is the ones that I mentioned earlier on Twitter. Uh, so the two acoustic gigs, uh, uh, San Diego. All oh, right, so the, the, two, the two fucking gigs where I want there, they're the two most listened to. <laughs> I fucking love it. I love it. Get off podcast. I'm not having that. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I suppose like you've got to go back to like what you said earlier about... Um, because on, on those two, and those two, I think I specifically asked you if you were okay with those because they had songs on that have never been released. Uh, oh, I've right. never even yeah, seen yeah. I've never yeah. even seen some of them as demos either. So I think obviously, you know, a bit like like you said, people are gonna target the ones that they've never heard, you no, know, I'm, different versions. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um there's a you know, there's a little bit of a story behind those as well. Because to be fair to them, you know, that I I buggered off and they had to put a show together do you know what I mean because we were still technically supporting the Vines um, is it is it three or just two shows it's just, just two. those two shows that I've got yeah I wonder if it, I wonder if they only did two gigs I think it, it was definitely two or three it might have just been two um, but yeah so you know completely sort of relatively unrehearsed as well I think the um, you know just played some bits so fair play to him mm-hmm. and the other the other big hit which I've got I'll say this one because you was in it um, it's the <laughs> one it's the uh, show that you did I think was it 2001 at the cockpit when Steve Lamack was there uh, oh right yeah man yeah. And, um, and and the reason it, it gets uh, downloaded so much is because it's one of the only decent recordings uh, live recordings of Rosewalk Winter Gadam so. oh right 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 okay did we play that then fucking hell yeah, yeah. I mean that were that was the night we got signed that, that's what that gig was um mm-hmm. Yeah, after that show, we went over to Malmaison, um, just across the road, pretty Ooh. much from there at the time, and uh, signed all the record deal and all that stuff. Yeah, man. Nice. Uh, the first thing I downloaded was the uh, the Brixton Academy because of uh, I saw the cover oh, right, on YouTube, yeah, yeah. and I was like, yeah, I want to see that whole set. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man, that that was a fucking great performance, and it was interesting actually, wasn't it? Because we when Rob came on, we talked about um, talked about that gig quite a bit as well. Because yeah. I, I, you know, I look back at that gig on YouTube, he's like, "Fucking hell, Rob looks looks absolutely tapped." Do you know what I mean? And he was, <laughs> as he explained himself, he was just properly in the zone. Do you know what I mean? Just properly up for it, and you know, come what may, we're fucking with first song, won it, and just come out with that vocal. It's like, oh yeah, man, great stuff. 
So yeah, I, I like the fact that uh, you know, based on this conversation, you you said that you might be putting on some of the remixes on the site. I think that would be an excellent addition to the site, and you know, just having them in in one location because that was the thing with me. Like after last week, a bunch of people sent me some remixes that we didn't discuss, and some of them are amazing. Like uh, you know, Strength in Numbers. We I think we talked about the Whip remix, but there's also another one, uh, Let's Go to War remix, which is oh, amazing. Yeah. So I got that uh, one, yeah. and I got a few other ones that uh, we didn't talk about that uh have since been uh, added to my my remix list so quite a few ones out different versions of uh freedom fighters and uh yeah matt you, mm-hmm. you even mentioned one from uh paul epworth yeah from um, paul epworth, yeah, yeah the phone's electric eliminator mix try try asking a dj for that <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, that that was that was a strange one. With that, I re- all I remember was obviously back in those days, I was like, uh, there was a there was a few people on like the old music message board that used to collect all the promos and stuff. So you know, um, eBay and you know like places like uh, Final Exchange in Manchester, getting in there, and um, that was a really hard. It, it only got re- released on like CDR mm, as a right. promo, right. and um, yeah, I remember. I think I think I was running across Piccadilly Gardens. When I found out that one was in stock, uh, I think I just left the girl that I was seeing at the time. I was like, yeah, I've got to go pick up the CD. She's like, where's he gone? I played it. I think I played it on the way home and she's like, nah, no, it's, it's, it is a Mar, I think it is a Marmite remix. You've got to listen to it a few times and it is a really good, it's a good mix. But uh, yeah, she won't have any of it. Um, but yeah, I think like. She, hopefully you didn't stick around with her, right? She, she didn't. <laughs> Might be listening to this. She's a fan. <laughs> uh, sorry, Amber. Um, <laughs> no, um, stuck around for a couple of years, but um, yeah, it, it was strange. Like, um, like with the with the mixes, because on the first album, all the singles that were really released on that, there were never any. There were never any remixes. It was all like you know, uh, new tracks, B sides, and that. The remixes start coming out on the second album. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. something that I just remember, all of a sudden, I think when the remixes started coming out, people actually started having a go at making their own. Oh, right. um, which was always fun. So, like you know, I, I, I'm just looking at some now. Uh, so there was a, <laughs> God, um, <laughs> sorry, I'm going off on a bit of a tangent, but there was there all was right. like a documentary on Channel Four about um, the origins of donk music. Some lads from there were some lads from Bolton. I forget what they were called, um, but they created a new like dance music called Donk. It was very bass heavy, not my cup of tea. All right. And um, there was an app that somebody released, and you could just put any track in it, and it turned it into a Donk track. Basically, oh, sped right. it up and up to the bass. There is a uh, what's where's it gone? Um, Fire Donk remix. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's an interesting one. Um, then somebody did a, a theremin remix of Idol. I think that was a, a chap called Joe. Uh, Joe, that I think it might have been him, but that's far it's out, an interesting one. That's a, a theremin remix. That is far. I mean, you know, you do, you do say that the remixes started coming more on the second album. Um, mm. That's that'll be because we have, we had no fucking besides. You know what I mean? It's like, oh shit, what we're gonna do? Oh, I know remixes. Yes, get as many as we fucking can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, you know, don't, don't forget we were, you know, we were in studio effectively mm. in Atlanta, Georgia. Me and Rob stood there going, oh, shit, we need one more tune here for the actual album. Never mind the fucking B side. Do you know what I mean? We, you know, we needed, a, that's when we cracked out Open Your Mind. But yeah, I would imagine um, that was probably where and why all the uh, remixes started coming forward on second album anyway. <laughs> yeah, but I think like, you know, it's that thing of, um, 
Yeah, like, like I think um, Pete mentioned it in a in a tweet earlier, um, and I think he mentioned it on the podcast. It was that it's that thing of um, you could take a fantastic single and completely change it. Like you know the 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 John Digweed, Digweed and uh, Nick Mew stuff. There were certain bars and clubs that at that time I was going around in Leeds. You know, I'm far too old for it these days, but they'd, they'd never dream of playing an an indie rock band song. Yeah, right. in the middle of their set, you know, sandwich between A. Marie and whoever else. Yeah, but you went, you went in, and you know, if, you know, you might know one of the guys who's, you know, everybody knew each everybody in Leeds, and you might just say, look, you know, have you got that remix, of Freedom Fighters? Oh yeah, yeah, I've, actually, yeah, I can play that one. So you'd be in like middle of a like a bit of a chavvy club, and the, you'd, you'd get one song that you wanted to hear on. So right. you know, I, 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 I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. But and then, like I say, the people on the on the the old message board, like then creating their own and doing different things. Um, there were one, um, the walls at night. It were called. So it was the what somebody in Norway or Sweden sang over the walls get smaller oh, with right. their own lyrics, and you know it were different things like that. And I thought that was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, that's like you say, it's all it's all just fans enjoying stuff in it, really. And I, you know, I'd, I'd never, I'd never have a problem with anything like that. Uh, I imagine there's some quite interesting ones out there. Um, some of the some of the fan remixes, you know, like a theremin one. I've not heard that. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, um, that's interesting though. If people were pl- actually, you know, putting their remixes on in clubs, uh, because you know, especially the Nick, M- I can't remember which one it was specifically now, but there were a couple of those. And when we were on the podcast, we're like, you know, these are proper go off, aren't they? I mean, not fucking hell, not that I'd really know what would go off in a club, but anyway. Yeah, I, I really feel like I want to find whoever owns your 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 Spotify account because this stuff should be on there. Because that's the thing, like you hunt and find, like. I remember for the longest time I had to like go to YouTube just to play certain songs that were not on Spotify because yeah, yeah. You, know, you know we're not going to be able to pop in the store and buy some of these older CDs. Yeah. You know, not that I even have a CD player anymore, but it's like I, that's I, where I listen to our stuff. I have no on CD YouTube. player at all. I, everything I listen to is digital and, and a record player. But yeah, I don't have the record, so I get everything online. So yeah, this is this is why for me it's been like a, a treasure hunt. And then every once in a while you find these rare you know, remixes that someone has been had on, that someone's had on their CD forever. And it's like, oh man. And that's like a discovery. So that's kind of cool. Matty, do you know, did you know about that um, fan made video for I Need Love? Do you know anything about that? No, I don't think I've even seen that one. Oh, have you not seen that? Oh, I'm out of, I'm out of the loop. Huh? Have um, you not seen that? Oh man, that's interesting. I mean, I didn't know about it either. This were, I mean, try and sort of track back my mind now. Um, I got a link to it uh, yeah, relatively early on in the, in the Twitter, you know, the Twitterverse. So when, once all that started, some, I can't, was it, was it on YouTube? No, it must have been on Twitter. Someone sent me a link to a fan-made video of I Need Love and he'd done it for, I think it was a uni project, you know, much similar to yourselves with the fan the fan site. But it was where everything that he would touch were turning into tinfoil. You're oh, not wow. seeing it. And it's actually, I've not it's, seen that one. It's actually I'm gonna, really I'm good. Dig like. it out. Yeah, it's actually really good. Like um, you know, the obviously it's all like edited and that, and everything you touch suddenly becomes wrapped in tin foil. It's, I just thought it was a fucking really interesting video, and I don't know why. I just assumed that maybe you might have known about the origins of that, or it's interesting that you don't know. To be fair, so I managed <laughs> to teach you something. That's yeah, <laughs> it goes back to what we were saying earlier. Like uh, what, what Pete's been saying, it's. It's something new. I'm now excited. I'm itching to go find it, see if it's out there on YouTube. And I'm looking now. It's definitely. I mean, to be fair, um, to be fair, I can't remember whether it was actually sort of tweeted at me or whether it was someone who who PM'd me. I'd have to. uh, I'd have to sort of try and. Well, I mean, someone 
someone who, if we can't find it, someone will listen to this and I've no doubt they'll point it out to us. Uh, but I did what, you know, when you see someone like that, you think, oh God, what's this going to be? But I remember watching that and thinking, this is really fucking cool. But, you know, it, I love fan made stuff like that. I mean, look, that my song, Town Called Sin, that I put on my YouTube channel and that I actually did uh, towards the end of the music before we split up. So I actually got Rob to sing on it as well with me. Uh, but someone, someone did well. Um, not someone. It's Dash, uh, Dash Hammer on Twitter. Um, a really nice and very talented artist who were helping me. Um, he did like a, a fan made video for that, and I put that up on my YouTube. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like. It's, really cool even though it's my tune but it kind of chopped up a load of the music stuff and kind of made it look like we were performing it do you know what i mean it's really interesting yeah definitely is that, i think that that's what's that's what's always like I, I i got into the band through the fact that i'll be honest i got into the band because finally there were a band from leeds that was my kind of music hmm. but then over the years of following the band you know the forums you know the stupid nicknames you know bewildered lobster snake ovian people like that because that's on job seeker. Well, that is that. <laughs> I, I, is what are you, your dad? Your face. Then I can say I'm not saying all about it. I'm not. I, I, yeah, I'm not at liberty to say who that is, but I'm pretty sure job seeker were a um, quite popular name back on. There. I remember the name job seeker. Yeah, um, but yeah, it, it was just it was like you know it, it became a bit of a family. Um, it wasn't oh, yeah, just yeah. about going to the gigs. It were you know like um, we we used to have music. The music sound really cheesy. This, but we used to have the music message board meetups when there weren't a gig on. No, so we'd all yeah, we'd all stay cheesy, over in Manchester and you know go for a night out. Weirdly, yeah, we should have invited you lot, really. It's not but... cheesy at all, man. You know what I mean? Like, right now, all my pa- all the people that signed up to my patrons, they're all, you know, they're all on the WhatsApp chat, and, you know, that's the sort of thing that's going on there, arranging sort of fan meets and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, man, I, to- you know, I think all that stuff's great. Totally. Matt, Matt, you said you invited them? We should have invited the band, oh, okay. really. I was going to say, um, the David Klein. You know, <laughs> yeah, we, we, didn't want, we didn't want them to cramp a style. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, man, to be fair, that sort of thing that if someone had put that to me back in there, I'd go, fuck off that. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to meet them nerds. <laughs> I'll meet my fans. Fuck them, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 it was just, 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 just for reference, I didn't mean that. I was joking. <laughs> You've got your fingers crossed. <laughs> um, but no, it, it was just it was just things like that. Like, you know, they were it, it were it became like a again without sounding like really cheesy because I've got to remember I'm 38 years old. But it became a community sort of thing, and everybody was just like, you know, there were people making these um, their own remixes, just having a laugh. And you no, know, I thought I thought I always I always I, I was never talented enough to make a remix. I might have been the one that put the, um, put fire through a donk. So you sat there, you sat there 15 minutes ago sure going, oh, well, there's a, there's a donk yeah, creep. It might, yeah, and it I, were I, you. It might have been me. Somebody put it this way. Oh, man. In the, in, in t- on Twitter, somebody might tell me otherwise. Um, it would either me or one other person who I won't name. So what, I, 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 was this thing conceived in some sort of drug haze or something? What do you mean? <laughs> someone might tell me otherwise. Like, well, my memory I, of the incident is somewhat sketchy. I'll have to get, I have to get a fucking second opinion. Is that what? It is? Oh, I probably, I probably did it while I were at work. That's the worst thing. <laughs> um, but, um, but yeah, it, it, it was just like, like, like I say, and it was just sticking on the, uh, just because I've, I've got to tell, say the, about these ones. Did you, did you ever hear the mashups that were created? 
So no. remixes, but mashups. No, I love but... mashups in general. I have never heard of music mashup. Someone else mentioned this to me. I don't know whether it might have been you a while ago. Someone's mentioned mashups, or did I come across something? Carry What's on. it mashed up with? So it, it were a chap. Uh, I can't remember his name, but um, he went by like the name Go Home Productions. So he did two, and all the obviously because he never got rights, he just. Uh, you just could download them for free. But the first one was called Breaking My Bloody Process. So it was Breaking versus Process Beats by Kasabian. And then versus, and I can't remember the name of the song, but it was a song by My Bloody Valentine. Right. Hmm. That's an absolute belter. But the best one I thought was one called Music Worth Waiting For. Right. And that was Getaway versus Gwen Stefani. Hmm. <laughs> what, do you remember uh, what, what you're waiting for? Yeah, 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 yeah. She obviously didn't say it with a Leeds accent, but oh, um, Pete, 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 we'll have to have a, we'll have to have an episode listening to this, and um, it's to on, something. it's on the hard drive. If Mister Hurst has given you a copy, oh, is it? All oh, right, okay, it's on there. It's definitely on there. It'll be. We might, on, to, we might have to let Pete remotely get into that hard drive yeah. and just run amok <laughs> and see what he can uh, filter out of there. But yeah, you know, you talk about community. That's that's, that's the fucking point of it all, man, isn't it? That, that's what kept, well, certainly, you know, when Twitter first sort of took off for me, and it, that's what kept me coming back every day. Do you know what I mean? And 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 tweeting every day and stuff is the community side of it, and that is the the single best thing about like creating uh, starting the patron, and you know, um, the the community side of it for me is like one of the main things now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's why I I I really like love interacting with the fans and that and you know like patron side of it to be honest it's just like a load of mates now um we sort of talk that much and we're always on zoom and in streams and stuff so yeah the, the community side of it is fuck it's what it's all about man you know the music brings people together like that and forges relationships and all sorts of stuff man there's nothing um sentimental or going over the top about about saying that it makes the world go around yeah for sure when you guys first came out, I was on I was on the other side of the world and there was no Twitter, there was no Facebook. And so there was just there was no community. And I was just so jealous that there are all these people that were in this where this world called leads that I had never heard of, but they all got to go and see this band that I love. And I was like, ah, that that's annoying that look at you now, people please. are seeing look at you now, this you know band. I, mean? I don't get to see them. <laughs> now you're on a fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm a jammy bugger. <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you that come that was because like you know five minutes after that i dropped that video about talking about a podcast you know you you messaged me on twitter didn't you that's why i, sure did. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I know about podcasts now like oh dear all right nice one because i fucking don't but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, you know um that's what's great about you know you talk about community and stuff like that before all this i were i wasn't part of any thing like this do you know what i mean and suddenly I, I, you know i've I've always demonized social media and i'm i'm sure you know in certain contexts i'd still would demonize it and but there's no doubt that it, it was just like a, a window or a door for me do you know what i mean sort of to all these people that uh, you know still gave a shit man do you know what I mean? Like we, we've talked about it. We did, none, none of us four realized that anyone still really gave a shit. So to, to suddenly have the, um, you know, access to not only a community of that's made up of great fans of your band, but that are all really sound people. Do you know what I mean? And all, all really have like genuine passion for your band and stuff. And, you know, a few people knowing my mentality and personality close to me sort of said social media is probably not for you you know do you know what i mean but i ain't had like i ain't had any bullshit 
Do you know what I mean? I'm sure after this podcast, suddenly I'll be getting a load of fucking heckling on Twitter or some shit. <laughs> you know, I, you don't, I always, you don't know what EP getaway slow version we're on. Oh yeah, no, I'm, I've had so. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm like Teflon now, mate. Do you know what I mean? With all that sort of stuff. Originally, there were all these people saying stuff, and I'm like, ah, oh, fucking hell, what, what? What do they know that I don't? And then suddenly, like, oh, a hell of a lot. Nice one. It's a good resource to have. Thank you. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> Um, but it's been, it's been, you know, it's it's been, uh, it's certainly been a revelation for me. And uh, you know, I suppose it's just hammering home the point you're making about the community side of things and the fact that you know the website, the bootleg website in itself, is a great addition and resource for you know not only the community but me. You know what yeah. I mean? Us for do you know what I mean? If we ever because it, it one thing that really really hit me hard was, you know, no matter how much in the depths of me not giving a shit about any of this. And it got pretty deep. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm just so glad that, you know, well, I'm I'm so glad that all this stuff still exists out there. Do you know what I mean? Uh, you know, not only the sort of things that you're collating with the bootleg site, but all the stuff that's on YouTube that people have shot over the years and stuff. And, you know, you go on some of them things and you look at the view hits and that, and you're like, fucking hell, man. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. I'd never even seen this sort of stuff. And um, I'm just so grateful that there's different people in our community that, uh, you know, have gone out of the way um, through passion or whatever to, to make sure that these resources are still around, um, you know, like yourself, and people like organize as well with all the all the mm. all the stuff that she she stockpiled in a loft and oh, yeah. went through. Um, you know, she's, uh, she's offloaded to me some of it as well. Some of the VHSs right, right. and stuff. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. okay. did, did, did she charge you for them? No, she didn't. She said, "I've just got to buy her a pint next time I see her." Wow, and, you uh, are becoming film, the the official archive. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> it's well, it's it's like the it's the um like Joe. The videos that the like the VHSs had sent to like MTV with the actual video on of uh, a yeah, yeah. single. So but yeah, but just like like say, just feels like a good time to say this. Like I, I've got friends who, when I was growing up, it really awkward being a fan of the music because a lot of my friends weren't into the band. They were right. they were into different genre of music. They just didn't get the band. Yeah, and yeah. it's weird, like you know, chatting to them and I'll, I'll get messages of, of friends who've never been a fan. It's like, oh, have you heard Adams? latest podcast and <laughs> even though they're not a fan they've listened to you talking so passionately about you know your, your career and that yeah, that they're hooked on the podcasts now i mean they're, they're gonna stop listening after i've been on it yeah. but... <laughs> well i don't know i mean you yeah. know like if, if people made it past the rob hurst episode then you know <laughs> true, true, true. you know what i mean uh, and that you know that there is a debate for that in there out of the two of you who actually would take the crown as knowing the most but you know I, I it's gotta like... be hurst well, it's got to be hers. <laughs> what, what, what did he call me, King Nerd or something? I've, I I've, think, I've, yeah, yeah, but I think you're trying to put that crown on his head, are you? <laughs> well, you've got a section on, on themusicbootlegs.com that's called The Music Collector, which is your Instagram handle, but it's a full collection of a bunch of different artifacts. Are those all yours? They're all my possessions, and there's, there's probably only about 20% of it on there at the moment. Wow. There's well, still a lot to come. Just let me cut in here, but I have to say, I mean, I've never understood Instagram. I've always struggled with it, but fuck me, mate. You have been a valid resource for me because all I do is fucking 
like put your shit on my story and he's like right i've done some on instagram every day he's like he's sharing i don't even know what they call like story sharing a story with me and i'm like oh yeah add to my story add to my story that's content yeah this is really good stuff tickets full albums posters pins what are your what are some of your top your most prized possessions out of all the things that you've collected um I'd probably say the the main one was the one that took me the longest to find. And it's probably going to be chiseled on my gravestone in many, many, hopefully many, many years to come. Uh, the Ning 107T was its catalogue number, which is the uh, 12-inch white label of uh, Take the Long Road and Walk It when it was released on uh, Fierce Panda. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Is, is, it the one, is it the one in the, the blank white sleeve it is like yeah. a paper just like a paper sleeve with like has it got like a red a reddish sticker on the center has it yeah it's got like a red uh, fierce panda logo stamp yeah, on I've, it I've, and then it i've got a few of those Matty. i've, I've got a few <laughs> weirdly i've got four, I've, I've got four now fucking hell, i got four <laughs> first one first one that i ever found took me so bloody long um because back then you didn't have stuff like you have now like discogs you had you had ebay which was a with a name like the music with a pain in the ass really to search on. Yeah. Um, but you, you you had to troll record shops and that, that's I still like buying records that way I think it's too easy just to go on a website and search so, something these days so so when you say troll record shops are you talking about literally walking into a record shop thinking I'm looking for that and then you go and you flip and there is a time inevitably I suppose where you actually flip and you find it and then do you actually sort of audibly scream in the record shop at that point <laughs> so, well well like 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 with that one, it was never going to be in with all the others because it's because it was a promo. It, it was specialist shops that you'd have to go to places like okay. Vinyl Exchange in Manchester. Uh, there used to be one in Leeds called Polar Bear Records. Um, I don't think they're going anymore. They might they might just be online. And it was actually Polar Bear. I went in one day and um, I was talking to the guys behind, like two really great guys who ran it. I was just talking to them, telling them what I was after. And weirdly, it's one of the only rec- it's one of the only records that appears. There's a book called the Rec- record collector there was like a price guide that used to come out every year and it's the one record that was always listed under the music the singles and that i think i don't know what what rules around getting in i think it had to be a certain value so i told them all about it and he's like look you know i'll take your name and number if we ever see it you know i'll let you know and it was like it was like six months later i remember being sat at home and the missus who i ran away from in the story earlier um (laughs) like she's like she shouted me she's like your phone's ringing so i came downstairs answered the phone it's like oh it's so-and-so from polar bear records i'm like hello i'm like why are you ringing me is this yeah. a scam call or something he's like uh you, you you came in like six months ago asking about this ning 107 t the, the music take long road i'm like yeah yeah just i've got it <laughs> put it this way if, had, if i was a cartoon it'd have just been a puff of smoke and my shape in the door <laughs> um, i think i think we just dropped all plans that day and i ran into leads wow. um like literally like pulling my jeans up as i'm running towards leads or something like that uh, yeah they they had it and it it was it was that kind of thing you know that excitement um yeah yeah you know um the first time just just finding like promos and stuff like flicking through racks in uh as i say vinyl exchange um in manchester just flicking through a rack and you'd find like like in there that the second one that i probably loved because i didn't even know it existed was uh, the nick, nick mccabe remix of the people oh yeah had no idea that that had been released on a on white label and I'm just flicking okay. through like this this rack, and it's just there. They 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 should have had it at a higher price. I think it was only about five. Oh um, my goodness! 
And it See, was those like, are the things I dream of, and it never happens. I go to record stores all the time, and 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 you know what always happens though is there'll be a chap at the uh, that works there, and they'll be like, "Who are you looking for?" And I'm like, "The music." And they always say, "Oh yeah, I- indie band. In- yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, they were pretty good." No, we don't have any of their stuff. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. I'm interested. Uh, so you know, obviously, you you own a lot of these sort of highly sought after things. So do you do you have any uh, idea of how much they're, they're worth? Like you know, like the twelve inch long road. Like, do you mind me ask, asking how much you paid for that at the time? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, the the prices have certainly fluctuated over oh, time. Yeah. Um, so the, that that original one that I got, um, I think I paid about eighty quid for it. Um, and that was that, that, that was the going rate back then. That this this is like just off the back of the first album, second album's on its way. So you know uh, there were a lot of in, you know people were paying a lot. Yeah, yeah, you know, people gave a shit. People gave a shit. Yeah, yeah. But then, <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's but nah, no, there, is, there are pigs. There are pigs and shops. But then there's Indeed. then like um, I went in um, I went in a record shop in Peace Hall in um, Halifax. Mm-hmm. And again, just flicking through racks, this is like, you know, after the third album had been released, flicking through, and there's another copy of it for 15 quid. Hmm. I was like, well, I was like, for 15 quid, I'm not letting it sit in the rack. Yeah, it's yeah, coming yeah. home with me. Um, yeah. I've, and, but then since the resurgence, you know, since the announcement of the new show, since, you know, uh, the Twitter listening party, since, you know, the podcast and that, prices have just shot up for all sorts of things, like the albums on vinyl. You yeah. know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it again, Adam. Uh, and I know you've been tweeted about it a lot, and you're probably going to get tweeted about it a lot now. Find a way of re-releasing them. <laughs> well, yeah, um, actually, 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 no, don't, because the ones that I've got are quite worth, worth quite a lot. If you re-release them, all you might go down. Well, well, there is that. I mean, Christ, there's talks. I, 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 don't some go over and for like 250 quid? Oh yeah, straight yeah. 300. The, the the one that I, I it really shocked me how much. You know, I don't mean this in the bad way, but strength in numbers goes for a fortune. You know, Does 250, it? 300 quid, yeah. I, think, um, I wonder if that's because it was just like a lower production run of it, maybe. Quite possible, yeah. Um, yeah. But then then did you hear, hear the story about the um, found copies of Welcome to the North? No. So um, there's a record shop after <laughs> I can't remember the name of them now. And it was just one day I got a random message on Facebook saying, um, you know that this record shop's opened a box like in the back of a cupboard somewhere and found like 10 copies of Welcome <sighs> to the North still in the wrapper. <laughs> wow. And they were selling, they were, this was what, maybe earlier this year, maybe February, March oh my time. Goodness. And they just found like 10 or 20 copies and they put them on Amazon, put them on the website. Uh, and nobody was buying them until some uh, mouth almighty mentioned it to somebody on the Facebook group. And right. it just, just went. But oh, I yeah. think like the first, they were, they were selling them for like 30 quid and then they went up slowly in price. Like I think the last few that they had went for 50. But, right. you know, you go on Discogs now and it's... You know, 80, 90 quid. And are they, are they, yeah, exactly. Like, are they, are they graded in any way or is it just a case of, you know, obviously the, the pristine in wrapper ones are always going to sell for more? Is it that sort of vibe? Yeah, I think like anything that's sealed, still in the original wrapper, uh, is always going to go for a lot more. And then obviously yeah. then there's gradings, you know, based on the sleeve quality, the actual vinyl itself, how it looks. Um, you know, I uh, I spent a lot of money <laughs> at the beginning of the year on a pristine copy of the, the the first album because my copy I only ever bought one copy of it, uh, but then I stupidly started to uh, DJ with it, <laughs> oh, right, <laughs> and, right. and it just started getting battered in bags and things like that. Yeah. And um, but yeah, you know, you, the the values they can fluctuate, but again, it's a sign of the of people. You know, I think you've got to remember as well back then when these. Back with them, 
vinyl wasn't was getting starting to get popular. Yeah. But it was still mainly CDs. And now yeah, yeah. people are looking back, people, you know, looking back going, why didn't I buy it on vinyl? And then oh, yeah. people want it on vinyl. People want it on to play it on the record player because it just sounds different. Yeah. There was a guy that was on Twitter recently. He uh he had this massive find, Andy Chung. I don't know if you saw, but he <clears> stumbled across uh on on Discogs a brand new, still in the wrapper, original EP of the music. And I love the fact that he didn't even skip a beat. He ripped it open and threw it on his record player. And he says, I'll be playing this until Tempe. And I was like, see, that's what I'm talking about. Because when I told my wife, that's the first thing she said. She was like, oh, he played it? I was like, yeah, you know, like this is not about collecting. I'll never resell this. This is mine, and I might as well play it. <laughs> and I, and I, I am I'm one of those. You know, I was the kid. I was the kid that used to get Matchbox cars that were limited edition. I'd rip them open and play with them. Um, every record I've got, every everything that I own by the music I've played. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, um, I'll, I'll play. I'll play the the rare twelve inch Ning one hundred seven T when I'm DJing. I, I use the term DJ loosely. Um, <laughs> I, the, 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 on, the only thing that I've got, the only things that I've got that are sealed, and the only reason they're sealed is because I used to buy two copies of them and open nice. one and keep one pristine, was uh, just because they looked beautiful with the Japanese EPs. Mm. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I always, whenever one, whenever a new one came out, uh, student loan used to get spent on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, I'd get two copies. One would stay pristine and one would get played. Did you, have you got one of them French Frisbees? No, I don't. I've never, I've never did no, manage no. to get one of them. Oh, uh, I've, I've seen, I've seen them, but they, they, they're just like, well, uh, they're like rocking horse. Uh, I've got a couple, man. I've got a couple of the French frisbees. I recently oh. acquired one from uh, my ex from the time. We're like, oh, I've got, a, I've got a load of your stuff. In fact, <laughs> yeah, she had all the vinyls. She had the like all the and they'd been locked away as well, so they were all pretty, pretty nice as well. So she's gave me a big bag full of alt vinyls and yeah. stuff. And then uh, there was a frisbee. What else were there, man? There was some other cool shit in there. But yeah, I. That frisbee, I remember. I remember that frisbee. As soon as I saw that frisbee, I was like, oh, "Weird shit like that in it that you just sort of forget about." And um, but yeah, like like you say, a couple of the ones I've seen are like warped or whatever and all scuffed mm. up. This one's absolutely pristine. Mm. But that that was the thing that annoyed me. I I I when I started collecting, it was all about the promos and the actual records and stuff being released. Yeah. I never I never started with the like promotional stuff. Yeah, the posters and, used, and other other things. Yeah, I used and do you know do you know what started me on the uh, on the road? There were a chap that um, still works at uh, Jumbo Records in Leeds. Again, apologies, I forget his name if he's listening. And um, he always knew. Like I always used to ask. It, it was another one of the record shops. I'd be like, oh, you know, if you ever get this uh, promoing by the music, you know, I'll take it off your hands. And yeah, he just like I'd, I'd gone into. I was in there one day, just like flicking through records. He went in. He just says, come over here. He says, um, he says, I found something in like stockroom at back. He says, I don't know if you're interested in it. And it was, um, it was what you, the lenticular, I've, and that, I mean, my 12 year old nephew taught me that name, uh, lenticular, you're the poster you've got behind you now. Of, uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But the, it was a cube. A cube. Oh, shit, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who had so it? They basically cut that poster that's behind you and turned it into a cube. Hmm. And he was like, do you want it? I was like, yeah, I do. yeah. <laughs> um, he was like, right, there's a charity, there's a charity thing over here. You can put some money in for it. So oh. I put like, a t- I think I put a tenner in. He went, bit more. 
Oh, man, I mean, you know, like this thing, this thing behind me, that's not a poster. That's actually, it's on, it's on the inch thick wood, that thing. I mean, I'm sure. Oh, it, I've, yeah, I've, got, I've, I've got a version of it and it's like a, it's like plastic sort of thing. I'm getting it framed shortly. Yeah. I mean, that's on, and to be honest, that, that survived through pure chance. That survived because for some reason, for some, for some um, twist of fate, it, it got left in a position where it, well where it didn't get damaged basically but mm. when when i got uh, when i got into my other house and that after my tenant were out and i i just found it upstairs and i was just like oh my fucking god did you know what i mean because all this stuff had happened twitter had, you know like all mm. that the resurgence or whatever and it was just such an amazing find that um of all the things that i came across in that loft and in the eaves in that loft all the little trinkets and stuff that i was tweeting that's the one thing because i'm not being funny that you know like robin nick carter now a big big time fucking artist do you know what i mean that yeah. must be worth a fucking, it must be worth a fortune that thing. and i haven't forgotten that uh there was certainly uh, another one floating around that might have my name on it yeah yeah i know you haven't forgotten that Pete. Uh, trust me i keep i keep putting it out there but you know it's uh it's, it's whether i can uh, uh prize it from the hands of the person in question <laughs> i hear you it was offered it was offered at one stage but you know what things are like oh yeah <laughs> I, you can have that yeah all right yeah let me know and then you're like have you got that thing like oh yeah uh yeah you got that thing but i'll might, just pay, i'll tell you what i'll do i'll just give it i'll just i'll give you the contact page oh yeah, Badger room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> absolutely so matt you, gonna, you have I'm, a wall I'm, that i can see looking over your shoulder is uh, yeah the same thing that i'm looking at online so if you go to the music collector and then it's uh it's called the wall 43w uh, that is amazing it's it's essentially you know four by four of all the singles and then the albums and some other things. So the, ooh, tell me a little bit about that. Let's see if you can see. That's there you beautiful. go. Oh, yeah, that's that is, to me, that is the ideal backdrop for a wall. I would love that. If, I, 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 if that was me, it. that would be directly behind me. <laughs> that's I, really I, I moved, sharp. I moved it out of the living room because I wanted it in the office so that whenever I'm on the video calls, people can see it. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, it was, um, I forget the name of the company now. There's, and probably, I've probably overstepped like a lot of trademarks um, and copyright. But to be fair, I got I got a like from Rob and Nick. So oh, they're really cool about stuff, Rob and Nick. Yeah, man, they're really cool. But yeah, I just I just wanted like um, I wanted some. I I realized all of a sudden, you know, the walls in the house. Like I think it was lockdown one. The walls of the house were very bare, and I decided to repaint the house. And uh, I was just like, right, I need some artwork. And I was like, well, there's, there's only really one artwork that I like, Robin yeah. Nick. <laughs> I can't afford, I can't afford twenty grand for an original. So um, I, I I started with just the circles, so just the first album stuff. Yeah. Um, and then it was like I kept looking at it. And I think it might have been a little bit of OCD in the back of my mind, going, "It doesn't look right. <laughs> I need more. I need more. I need them all." Um, oh, so yeah, them. it just started to grow. Um, but yeah, um, it, it got to the point where um, like growing up, like the sis, I've got two older sisters, and they they they'd buy me like drawings and stuff just because they had a circle on. <laughs> it got to that point where you know it was just like 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 I'm sat here now, and I'm not kidding. I've got a mouse mat. Oh nice, <laughs> and, and, it's, uh, like, it's iconic stuff though, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? It's it's really iconic artwork, and there's no doubt that um, there's no doubt that he played quite a huge role in in linking that 
first album campaign together. Do you know what I mean? Especially when the other singles had had the other the other color circles on and stuff. It was just yeah. a fucking dream artistic campaign, really. Without doubt, and I think like um, like the posters that you've got for the Temple News and gig. I was I was flicking through like Instagram and that the other day, and um, it's a friend. Um, he he DJ'd uh, one of the offsite things for tramlines in Sheffield. Yeah. But then like you know using the hashtag, you start end up going through trolling through all these photos of like all these like bands and that having pictures with the fans and in the background of pretty much every picture is this big bloody circle mm-hmm. right and it's just like you know it, it just people see that circle it's like that's the music yeah 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 absolutely instantly instantly recognizable yeah. yeah and it's also beautiful in the site i love the way you have it just all through all the different pages on the site it's just sometimes i look at it and it's like it's almost like i don't even care what the page says i just it's just so cool to see the different colors and not on the for like the discography and everything it's so cool yeah it, 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 like 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 you said it, it's just this iconic thing i've just realized there's something else in front of me um i i decided like in lockdown to learn how to I, lockdown one it was like I, I want to learn a new skill and it was you're not going to play the kazoo or something like that are you? <laughs> worse than that I, I got into doing rubik's cubes all right so um i'm, I'm not like uh these kids that can do it in 10 seconds i think my best times one minute 40 so I'd, I'd started doing like these rubik's cubes and i found this website just popped up it's like oh you can make your own rubik's cubes with your own pictures oh man there you go <laughs> hell. what the fuck is that have you ever have you ever put that on any stories or out like that? I think that's on that might be on the Instagram. It is on the, is it? the music collector Instagram. Yeah, that's fucking um, cool. I mean, to be fair, that is really cool. Just like like um, I, I really liked as well. Again, when all this started, when Michael Batty actually or Michael Batty, eh, sorry to call him by his correct name, uh, I had that face mask made with the with the logo on it. It was just like that is cool as fuck. And to be honest, our manager were like, we'll look into that. We'll see how much it costs to make. And about ten minutes later, he went, fuck that, it cost a fortune. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll send I'll send you a link to where I got mine mine done. <laughs> They're not that expensive. <laughs> oh well, well, fair enough, man. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, no, it, it, and I, I've seen other people like like I I I got like when, when we first had to start wearing face masks, I got a few printed up with the circles on. Oh, yeah, nice. yeah, and um, you know, you walking through Leeds, just walking into a shop. What I was it weirdly, I was in Asda in Marley. Of all places, you know, nice right. Monday in Asda, and somebody just walked past me, and it, I had the blue uh, long road circle, on, yeah. and he just turned around and went, "Cool band." Oh, nice! And he just what walked past. Sort, what sort of age was he? Just out of interest, um, about. About, about my age, and. Yeah, right. And he just walked past me and went, cool band, and walked off. And I was like, and that, but the thing where I forgot what my face mask I had on, I was looking going, see on it out. You know, a bit gormless, a bit gormless. But um, I, I, was like, I was like getting ready to do my usual thing now that we wear face masks of like uttering an expletive without him being able to tell it with me. Um, yeah, well, obviously, yeah. <laughs> but it, 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 it's, you know, and I've had it like walking around Leeds, people looking and like nodding and, you know, it's you start realising there's a lot more people that, you know, yeah. are, are into it. And I've, I've had yeah. a few people ask, where did you get that from? Can I buy it online? I'm like, no, I've had it printed illegally, but <laughs> allegedly. Gun to your um, head, gun to your head, what's the best music song? For me, um, well, let's couple that. Let's couple that with what you want to hear at Temple News. And just out, obviously out of interest, you have no fucking power, obviously, but just out of interest as well, yeah. add that to what? I, I in, t- in terms of set list, I think like Rob Hurst nailed it, you know, like with the usual, like, you know, the dance and ending with um, 
a set like, menu. Yeah, set menu. But if if I could pick one song, and I know you'll probably never see the light of day live. Um, Go on, I'm interested now. I'm, you've paid the interest. Drum roll. And and I've 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 uh, I've uh, teased teased this a few times. <laughs> I've, uh, rain dance. Mm, I was yeah, listening to well, that about um, an hour ago. Yeah, yeah, we've talked about that. We've talked, we've talked about, we've had a, we've had a few conversations about that one. Yeah, but I think like like you discussed it before about you know what the set list going to be, and like I, again, I agree with what Rob kind of said. People out there to listen to obscure B sides yeah. that yeah. Uh, because I'm I'm a, I'm an Uber fan or whatever. I'm so into it. I want to hear like dragons. I like dragon songs. Are probably be a close second. Yeah, no, I agree with you, mate. To be honest, I'd love to play. It. I'd love to play a dragon song, but I think you know, I think it could be a bit vocally challenging. And Phil might be like, yeah. oh, playing dragon song. It's a thousand miles an hour." <laughs> but people just want to hear the hits. People want to hear the hits. Like I'm off to see a band tomorrow in Scarborough, and it's like I just want to hear the hits. I don't care if you've got a new album out. I haven't seen any live music for eighteen months. Yeah. Play your hits. What venue? But dragon uh, the, the open air theatre, and it's going to be peeing it down. All right, lovely. Can you Stereo remember where we played? Did you come and see us playing Scarborough? We oh, know we played play Scarborough. We played in Scarborough on, on the third album. On the third album, yeah, it was um, it was a shitty day that I'll say. But yeah, we played Scarborough. It was, it was like a small room, man, like an underground vibe, like a fucking basement, like a small room basement. I cannot remember what it was called, the place. But I was just wondering, man, just wondering if you made it to that one. No, I didn't. Um, I, I missed I missed the... Uh, the I, I spent two days in Blackpool instead of going to Brid the following day. Like, oh, uh, right, right. Cool, like, 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 like King Nerd, Mr. Hurst. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, on that, on that note, do you have any, like, top memories gig-wise? You know what I mean? Like... Um, you know, like the times you've seen, is it any any one time stick out for you or like that? I I knew this kind of question was going to come up. I'm I'm not like others, and I'll name checking him again, Mister Rob Hurst. Like I went out and you know it was you you were in out with your mates, you'd have a few beers, so like you, you'd forget these gigs. But I think one that really sticks in my mind, and I'm not going to name the person, but if he's listening, he's 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 going to know I'm talking about him. And I'm not I'm not saying it in a bad way, but it was the last ever gig at Leeds, and mm. um, I think it was you playing Jag Tune, and this lad who's you know nicest guy in the world, you know typical lad, tough as old boots, and it, he he was tearing up, and he were he were absolutely gutted, and that's like it. it yeah, you, know, you were heartbroken, but it's it's you see you think remember things like that, and you just think that's what it meant to people. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's no, what it meant to people. So that that's that's one of the main memories. Whenever I think of gigs, it's that. And yeah. um, that's good, man. That's interesting. And oh, I then, think there'll uh, be a yeah. lot of tears. Wouldn't uh, want yeah, Temple Newsom for sure. <laughs> well, I mean, like the, that video as well. That's from. Actually, I presume it's from the last dance at Leeds. I'm presuming it is. But the getaway where it kicks in on getaway and everyone camera just goes fucking nuts. I mean, I love watching um, watching back little moments like that. And like you say, it's those sort of moments that that. They stick with you, aren't they? To be fair, and like you say, Pete, it's going to be—I um, don't even know what the word is. To be honest, it's going to be tough, isn't it? Temple News, I think. I mean, it's just going to be such a great vibe that that's going to, no doubt, be the overriding thing. But there's—it's going to be, yeah, it's going to, it's going to be fucking mentally emotional for everyone, not just for us four, but like, can you imagine when we come on stage? That is—I'm telling you what, like, I'm dreading that. <laughs> I'm proper dreading that. Not only because I'll have fucking about 10,000 people just screaming parsley at me. That is one reason I'm dreading it. But the other reason I'm dreading it, do you know what I mean? Is like, I don't know, like I ain't felt that feeling for a long fucking time. A long time. 
you know, it became it became just part of the scenery. Did that feeling when you walk out on stage and you get that spike in your arm where it's like, oh fucking hell, do you know what I mean? It's not it ain't something to be taken lightly. That and you know, to do it in front of sort of fifteen thousand of your own fans at like a a hometown gig at a place where me and Deg used to just go and get fucking stoned all fucking time. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's like it's beyond a spiritual homecoming for me do you know what i mean if someone could have said like you know one gig where would you have loved to play that you never played i'd have fucking said open air at temple Newsom. Mm. do you know what i mean i mean you know other than the fact that i'm not really a big fan of open air open air sound but obviously when you've got that many people and whatever and i just think it'll be it's the perfect fucking place for a gig do you know what i mean i, I cannot wait it's gonna be it's gonna be I don't, like I said earlier, I don't even know what it's going to be. It's going to be, it's going to be fucking surreal and probably one of those moments that you're not going to readily, quickly forget. And that'll probably apply to everyone there. Well, well that's whether you know, obviously, the majority of people there can actually actually remember it. Do you know? What I mean? Do you know what I mean? The next day, because it's going to be, it'll be, it'll be fucking emotional, man. I've no doubt. I've no so, doubt. Matt, you thinking about going? Oh, I might, I might swing by. <laughs> Got a couple of good support bands on, haven't I? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm, I'm really, I, I obviously, you know, yeah, I, were, I were looking forward to it last, uh, this, well, yeah, this yeah. year, I've, I've lost all track of time with COVID, you know, I think it, it should have been round about, actually, I've got it here on the wall, uh, oh, back in, on 28th of May, wasn't it? Um, yeah, yeah. It was, <laughs> um, it was but, yeah. Um, you know, we're, our, 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 so, like, made up that, um, you know, as has been said, it's it's just this once, you know, I think there were a lot of people getting excited, saying, oh, they're going to get back together, they're going to do this, yeah. they're going to do that, you know. And it's that thing of, well, you know, if it's just this once, it's better than nothing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you can't blame people or stop people from kind of getting carried away with that. And, you know, it's not pissed me off, I hope, but you do get a few people who send you, like, private messages going, so, yeah, just just between me and you, there's a full tour on a new album coming, isn't there? Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. And then when I turn around and try and be quite emphatic and say, look, you know, I'm not... I, don't mean to be rude, but no, that's not happening. You get back, all oh, right, yeah, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. And you're like, for fuck's sake, you don't believe me, do you? You don't. <laughs> like one guy said to me, I've, I don't know if I've said it before, I probably have, but one guy said, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for London gig to be announced. I'm not coming to Leeds. <laughs> and I went, I just went, we're not playing London. And he went, what? I went, we're not fucking playing. We're doing one show. If you are, if you are waiting for the rest of the tour to get announced, you're going to be disappointed and it's going to be sold out and then you're going to be fucking messaging me again going, oh, why didn't you announce more? Because I fucking told you there was no more. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm kind of front and centre really, aren't I? because I'm sort of putting myself out there on socials and that. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure to a lot, of, a lot of people it kind of looks like I fucking promoted it really, but that's not what I did. I, I, I unintentionally and indirectly I suppose became quite a promoting factor in raising awareness for that gig because I was fucking tweeting every day do you know what I mean and literally replying to anyone who even added me asking me about like the band because sort of you know like when you rediscover your love or something like that you want to share it with people man and you want to talk about it you want to talk about it with people who remember it in the same fucking way you do because let me tell you something not everyone does so when you find people who remember it with the same fondness that you do you milk them for it <laughs> too right so, yeah yeah. So, yeah, like little things. I think I think um I think Jen mentioned it, like just wandering around Leeds and seeing the posters everywhere. That give you a rail like I know I know we're having to wait an extra year for it, but you know, you know, what's the old saying? Uh, good things come to those that wait. Yeah. But just walking walking around the city and seeing 
that poster. And I would love like, to see that yeah, poster. I asked her to send me one. Still hasn't come. But yeah, I, I definitely, uh, I, I would love Look, to be able to be somewhere where I could see that poster. Well, yeah, Matt. I mean, like you say, that that just, you know, just, it was just amazing because that, it just reminds me of being 18. And people going, fucking hell, have you seen like the first album posters are all over billboards and stuff? And you're like, fucking hell, really? Do you know what I mean? And then you drive past one and you're like, that's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> and obviously, you know, when you got used to the fact that all that's gone, do you know what I mean? All the, that, the chance to sort of live those moments is gone. When it, when it fucking, like I say, comes back and pulls itself out of its own grave and taps you on the shoulder, it's like, hey, do you remember me? You're like, fucking <laughs> hell, nice one, fuck me. And yeah, it's, it's, it's the postman. It's a, of course, it's a fucking postman. It's good. It's good. Um, like I say, you've seen it in other cities as well. I was like, uh, like I say, I've, I'm, I'm up working in York now, and I've seen them in York. Oh, nice. I know. It's, I know York's only 20 minutes away from Leeds, but it's in York. No, I know what you're saying, man. Yeah, yeah. It's I've not really been able to travel much further than York in COVID. Anyway, <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, man. Well, um, Pete, is there anything else you wanted to tie up? Nah, man. Just wanted to say uh, thanks for the site. Uh, thanks for the music yeah. bootlegs.com. And thanks for uh, sharing your collection. You know, it's as someone who also is a fan of the music, it's cool to see. It's cool to uh, to enjoy some of the stuff that you've collected. So, And and it's cool to chat with you, man. I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, and no, I second it. I absolutely I second it. Um, thank you very much for, you know, like I say, collecting all the stuff you have, putting it out there, making it so accessible to people. Um, and also, thank you for fueling uh, my uh, Instagram feed or whatever the fuck it is with your stories that I can just press add the story oh yeah it's been a content there bit of content flying out there and it cost me no and I didn't have to do it I just press add to story so yeah thank you very much mate my pleasure like I say I've, I've been a bit quiet on there recently but I've just been up in the loft recently and there's more to come Believe me, Lovely there's stuff. a lot more to come. Nice. Well, that's good, man. Do you know what I mean? To keep it rolling, won't it? Keep people's interest peaked. And, um, you know, I'm, we're going to keep fucking doing these and all that stuff will keep getting talked about. And, you know, I'm still getting it now. Still getting it now where people are commenting on YouTube videos going, uh, how the fuck have I missed the fact that you guys are doing a gig or whatever you're <laughs> doing? You know, that, that still happens now. And that, I love that because, you know, like, there's just such a cascade of stuff for them to find now. Like, you know, like not only my YouTube channel and all the stuff, all the vid, all the videos and all the context I provided for people through those, but, um, you know, getting involved in communities such as what you talk about with the bootlegs and, and other people who appreciate the band at a level where it, it, it almost becomes like a, a, like a secret badge that you wear that other people recognize. Like I like having a fucking face mask with the circle on it and someone in Marley going great band. Do you know what I mean? It's like a, yeah, like a secret code in it, man, that not everyone appreciates. And I don't know, that always adds a, uh, an element of sort of underground coolness, I guess. I don't know, but yeah. So um, it's been uh, an absolutely fascinating episode. I've really, really enjoyed it. Um, you know, you said some really cool stuff, told us some really interesting things, really enjoyed that memory about Jag Tune um, and the gentleman that will remain unnamed. Shedding tears, um, but you know, lots of people shedding tears that night. But yeah, so thank you very much for your time, Matt. It's been fascinating, anytime. mate. Thank you very Absolutely much. Absolutely, anytime. Been a pleasure. Nice one. So, and thank you to everyone for listening. Hope you enjoyed it and speak to you next time. Bye.